0: Hello, what's up, Guru Nation? Welcome in to another edition of Mock Draft. Monday, I'm your host, Spencer, the Guru Ray. Get this thing kicked off. Appreciate everyone that tuned in. We're uh, sorry we're a little behind here. I uh, got done with some pickup basketball. Gatorade, give me money. Just uh, recharging here. And uh, go Pels. We'll, uh, we'll be in the finals next year. We got game four tonight. I mean, game five tonight between the Warriors. And the Celtics. That should be fun. But that's why we moved this thing up an hour. We moved the we normally do it uh, at 9 p.m. Eastern. We moved it up to 8 p.m. Eastern for those that want to watch the finals. So we're gonna make this thing uh short and sweet, be a 12-round single QB league. We'll still do the grades after, might be a little more consolidated than usual, but we'll still um we'll still get y'all all graded. And before we get started though, with the draft, I'd like to introduce. Our co host, oh, didn't mean to bring that up yet. We need to introduce our co host first the man, the myth, the legend, fantasy football hustler 420. What's good, Alex?
1: Yeah, what's going on, bro?
0: Shoot, not too much, man. It's ready to get the draft going so we can watch the finals.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, and uh, single QB. I mean, (laughs) I know we're gonna see a lot of these uh mocks coming forward, but. It's always like the over-under. How many um what running backs in the first round? It's usually like eight is my solid number for the over-under.
0: Yep, yep, usually so. Yep, we've got Antonio in the building. What's good, man? We've got up, uh, man, Raiders Antonio. for Life.
1: What up, what yeah. up? David Hess, what's good? So the Raiders for Life, that's Timmy. He's in the number 16 with us also. Hell yeah, and then Dion, yo, yo, yo. Yeah, Dion's in the 16 with us also. Right, right. Yeah, that's the
0: um, – yeah, tell people about the 16. That one just kind of came together kind of last minute, but know, whenever y'all extended the invite, I got to get in that thing.
1: Yeah, so Superflex Dynasty got full IDP, uh, 19 total starters. I mean, the bench is super uh, deep. I believe Crispy might even be in that one also. Um, yeah, he was. David P. And, yeah, the last one that I said I was going to start was f- number 15, there's like three spots left or whatever, and then like ten people hit me up. You know that they say they want to get in it. So we were like halfway there. Um, so started the next one, and then on the live stream, I told a couple people about it, and Bogey's like, "Let me hit up Spencer. I think he's talking about maybe getting in another one." And then he got his brother in law in too, and yeah, Candlestick. Yeah, a couple people joined. Just um, uh, David P joined because uh, he heard it on the live stream. Get me in that joint, and Dion too. Yep, so. Yep. A lot of a lot of familiar faces are going to be in this one. Competition is going to be at an all time high.
0: Most definitely. So yeah, let's kick off this uh, this mock draft Monday thing. It's going to be there we go. It's going to be twelve rounds single QB. We've been rotating between single QB and super flex. So I know a lot of y'all love super flex. We'll be back to that next week. So let's get this thing without further ado. Let's kick this off with uh, with the man himself,
1: Hustler, with the one. Point oh 0.01 we're live. of course it's gonna be jonathan taylor i won't me- make everybody wait the uh the full minute
0: yeah yeah no it's not like the real life nfl driver you gotta do it for tv <laughs> we knew the jags were gonna pick fucking trevor lawrence had they took the old 10 minutes probably because the league <laughs> told them to
1: <laughs> probably just uh just drag it out gotta get as many ads as in there as we can
0: Right, right. Oh, Fornicator in the building. What's good, Smoking J.? Yeah, what up, bro? Yeah, yeah. we miss you on the Playmakers, bro. And uh, yeah, hopefully, we'll have Smoking J back on soon. And then uh, Steven, what's good, man?
1: Yeah, so that's Titans for Life. He's also in the 16 with us. Awesome. Yeah, that's going to be a fun one, man. So look at that the Cooper, King Cup Henry, at number two. And
0: Cooper Cup. Wow, yeah, this guy says, man, that, that caught my attention. I, and then CMC, Wow.
1: I think that Cooper Cup could honestly go anywhere inside the top five, and I wouldn't bat an eye at it in these redraft leagues because he's going to be so valuable at that wide receiver spot.
0: Yeah, most definitely. And uh, Fabian, what's up, man? Can you rate my team? If you're in the mock, I'm not sure if you if you're in the mock, man. Yeah, we regrade all the teams afterwards. And uh, but yeah, that's yeah. I was I was thinking. I mean, honestly, I love Cooper Cup. I mean, how can you not? But it's like. Uh, The thing he's due, he's going to be due for some regression, though. Yeah. And so it's
1: like, let's see, how about it's text JD that he's uh, on the clock. I mean, there's a handful of guys that are going to regress no matter what. The thing about, like, Cooper Cup is he was, like, so, like, he did so good that he can regress and he can still be the number one wide receiver in the league. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he still could. Yeah, he still could. I mean, uh, I just feel like Justin Jefferson's with the, with uh, Kevin O'Connell being there now. Then he just went with one seven to Fornicators, a savvy drafter. I think Jets Jefferson could end up being the number one receiver. I know a lot of people are saying Jamar Chase, which, yeah, that's possible, too. But I think with the volume Jefferson gets, with Adam Thielen getting up in age there, like Jefferson's going to get so much volume in Minnesota And I mean, O'Connell is part of the reason why Cooper Cup had his big year last year. I know McVay's the lead engineer over there, but hell, O'Connell is a big part of that. So I'm thinking that Justin Jefferson could could make that leap potentially to the
1: 101 receiver. Yeah, and I mean, really, any of those guys at the top three, I mean, we're all going to be stoked, you know, to have one of those guys. I think that those guys are really the only first round wide receivers that we're really going to be seeing. You know, maybe we get Kelsey in the mix randomly. But, yeah, I think Cup, Jefferson, Chase, like, you can slice it any way you want. Like, all those guys are going to ball. But, yeah, for me, the way I'm ranking them is Cup, Jefferson, and then Chase. But, like, all right there. 1A, 1B, and 1C, damn near.
0: Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I got a Jefferson Cup-Chase. You know, yeah. I think, and there goes Chase there at the um... – at the damn, so I'm not gonna get any of the three. I wanted them, <laughs> I wanted one of them, and I don't get any of them. Oh well, I guess I'll have to go RB here. Yeah, give me Najee, man. Najee's my my number two running back this year. Like, i just, I, I think you had said it to us that you were big on Najee. I mean, I mean, Najee at 1.9 is a, is a steal because he's gonna get so much volume.
1: Yeah, that's a head scratcher right there. I mean, I know JD auto picked, and then the team Santana auto picked. Uh, I, I really wonder because um, I don't. I don't see Najee going at the 109 in a single in a single QB league. Like I, I just don't. Yeah, see it that was it. that was poo.
0: Yeah, that was wild. Yeah, well, yeah, Guccini man grabbing it. Sir Bones a lot was good, brother. Yeah, hit that drop. Yeah, for hit the drop. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. And uh, yes, yeah, Voki said. Uh, Schedule change a bit, but he's going to see what he can do to get back with y'all. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Do what you got to do. But yeah, we'd, we'd love to have you back, man. We miss you. Let's see. it now uh, we had a WRWR selection there, Adams and Diggs. That's interesting.
1: And see, I'm not opposed to going that route because I've won championships going that route too. You just, you, you can't miss on either one of those wide receivers and you really can't miss on your first running back, however you go, because... Now he's going to have to wait a lot. I mean, damn near like 24 picks until uh, like maybe 22 picks until he goes again.
0: Yeah, facts, definitely,
1: Yeah, definitely sniping, though, because Adams and Diggs, I usually see them going a little bit later than they went. Diggs is more of like a mid to late third. I've been seeing them. I guess it's super flex, though. So that changes uh, That changes the whole dynamic.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, super flex. Yeah, pushes. um, Pushes people back for sure that normally would would go in the early rounds, like you know, early, yeah, they are already early rounds, but you know, like earlier, like first round picks, late first round, a lot of times be pushed to like the mid second type thing. But uh, I got Javante there at the 2 4. I was really glad about that because while he Melvin Gordon got brought back, I still feel like Javante is well on his way to being an RB1. And if something would happen to Melvin, he's getting up in age. If he would get injured or something, then boom, Javante, the top five running back.
1: Yeah, and I, I already think that he's going to be the lead dog in that back any in that backfield, anyways. I mean, uh, I think there's a lot of people who are really nervous that Gordon's going to like do a bunch, but Gordon's damn near thirty years old, you know. Now, like, I mean, there's, a, there, he's he's a journeyman at this point. He's not the focal point of uh, of a team's offense anymore. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Oh, that?
0: Michael Pittman. That's Woo! one of my guys. I like Michael Pittman. But the second round. Oh, man. Y'all really going to push his ADP up that high? That's going to make me sad, man. I like getting Pittman like the fourth, fifth round. And he's going to start going this high. Well, he's no longer going to be one of my guys. That's a reach. I'm sorry. That's a reach, man. As much as I like Michael Pittman, I mean, he just, to me, he just can't. I mean, Debo, I know Debo is due for some regression. But, I mean, I'd still go Debo over Pittman. Like AJ Brown, I, I'm a big Pittman truther. I think he could definitely be a WR one, but if he's taking that high, there's no more value at that point. Yeah, and uh, Stevens is a his guy. Which, yeah, I like him too. And if yeah, he, you must like him a lot more than me. And he must really be your guy. So, uh, props well, to then- you, man, for having the balls to take him that high. Because I've never seen Pittman go in the second round.
1: This is the intel we need for the 16. We we love to know who people's guys are. <laughs> yeah, 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 with TDs. Are like, you flirting
0: with my guys? You always get on a Bogart about that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be flirting with my, my guy, Bogart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Christian Watson. I, it was funny, in the 14, I ended up with Christian Watson. I got him in, like, okay. the 10th round. I couldn't believe that. I was like, I'll yeah. take that, because, I mean, in a dynasty, he's somebody working with Aaron Rodgers. He could have a lot of value. For sure. And it's just yeah, a lot of future value too to where like I didn't have to pay at an
1: outrageous price just because he was a like the you know the shiny new toy, as they say. Yeah. Damn, um, I, I knew I knew a wide receiver run was coming. I didn't know how thick it was gonna get because like we we're super close to like a big tear break in the running backs. And mm-hmm. uh and yeah, we just get, I mean shit, four wide receivers go off in a row right there. Yeah, yeah, that was a huge run for sure. Yeah, I'm trying to say, should I go with the the robust
0: RB thing, or or just go with a, a receiver right here? I think I'm gonna go. Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go T Higgins right here, man. I don't. I'm oh, not yeah. gonna go too crazy with the running backs. T Higgins is a guy that he always ends up a value. I mean, it's hard to say like he's. Like my guy, because I mean they got Jamar Chase, but but I mean when it comes to value, a lot of times T Higgins ends up being one of my guys because people forget about him. Like, oh, he's just a number two, but he's more than just a typical number two. And that offense, Joe Burrow can support two number ones. They're both. It's like two number ones there. So I, I love getting T Higgins in the late third, early fourth.
1: Yeah, he goes for 900 yards in his first year, and then he goes for damn near 1,100 yards in his second year. And who was the guy who was balling out, you know, in the Super Bowl? It was T. Higgins. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Jamar Chase is getting all the attention, so guess who was always open, T. Higgins. (laughs) And that's what's going to fucking happen this year. I mean, I know everyone's not going to hold down Jamar Chase, but I bet more often than not, if there's someone getting double teamed on that offense, it's going to be Chase.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so Higgins, actually, I think Chase, this is my take on it, Chase will end up with the better season stats, but I think on a per-game basis,
1: Higgins will probably be the more consistent one. Well, yeah, because, I mean, we're going to see Chase go for, like, a 200-yard game, you know, and two touchdowns or we're going to see that probably like multiple times where he's throwing up like 150 plus and two touchdowns or something. And it's like on four or five catches. And then uh, <coughs> Higgins will just be that guy. Who's like, I mean, I'm, I mean, cause I mean, lack of a, you know, for a lack of better comparison, I guess I'll just say kind of like the Keenan Allen role on that, where he's going to be that possession guy, maybe flirting over a hundred uh, receptions, maybe the average depth of target, you know, isn't uh that crazy but yeah i like higgins and you got him as the wide receiver 13 also Hmm. yeah i got deontay to pair with him no
0: receivers went in between my higgins and deontay picks interesting development there zeke went followed by james connor george kittle cam Akers, Brees hall and the raging cage and elijah
1: mitchell and seeing like i'm glad that i went running back there because i mean we did get a little mini wide receiver run but it's still running backs that are going off the board right there. And if I don't take, I mean, Aaron Jones, I know a bunch of people aren't really high on him, but, you know, it's amongst the Barclays and the David Montgomery, Elliot Connor, you know, that kind of range. I like Aaron Jones because I think he's going to get a shit ton of receptions. Yeah, and so yeah he very well could. We're in a PPR. I mean, I'm, I'll be happy if I can get Aaron Jones as my number two.
0: Right, right. Yeah, I noticed he took him over Saquon. Yeah, they're they're, yep. they're close for me. I mean, all the blurbs coming out about Saquon getting split out wide—that's that's caught my eye. I mean, I definitely think he's a good value there. I would have been tempted to take him over Jones, but Jones definitely the safer pick.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I just you know, Aaron Rodgers or the Giants and <laughs> and Danny <laughs> Dumbass. You know, like I mean, I'll, I'd rather just be attached to. We're talking redraft. I, I want I want that attachment to Aaron Rodgers not danny pesos
0: i hear you yeah yeah it's just yeah with running backs it's like if if anything no like you know you think they probably give saquon more to work but they're definitely going to run the ball in, in green bay it's just aj Dillon scares me though man big aj Dillon. i wish i wouldn't name drop him i'm hoping to, that he falls but he'll probably go here soon because that, that dude's a fucking beast but the, he's got them tree trunk legs i mean i know Aaron Jones still has his role. It'll catch, as you said, a bunch of balls, you know, get get those PPR points. But, man, A.J. Dillon, I feel like, could end up stealing a lot of goal line looks.
1: Yeah, I mean, I yes and no, because I feel like the way that when the Packers get in, they're, they're more likely to throw it when they're in the green zone than they are to run it. And that would be more Aaron Jones territory. But I, mm-hmm. I'm kind of just, I, I'm amongst that, you know, crowd that really thinks that both of these guys are gonna be like solid RB2s. Like, I mean, Dylan may be a lower uh-huh. end. You oh, know, yeah, RB2. yeah, they'll both eat. Yeah, they'll both eat. They're I, I think that both of them are gonna get double digit touchdowns.
0: Right, yeah. Because I, yeah, I think Rogers's touchdowns go down some this year. So yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the a uh, Dion's at uh, loving the team so far. Yeah, I love that Etienne pick, man. I, Travis Etienne's one of my guys, and getting him there in the fifth round is a great value.
1: Yeah, and that's where I see him going like crazy. So I was uh, actually surprised that he made it to the to there with all those running backs that went. But yeah, if I can get ETN in the early fifth, I'd be stoked on that. Yeah, More yep. likely and R- more likely the second RB on a team than a third RB on the team. But uh yeah, he's
0: a great RB3. We flex, it'd be the flex your first flex. We do two flexes usually. So yeah, that'd be that's uh, that's very ideal to have him in your flex spot. Considering he's, if he's, in, if he's healthy, he'll for sure be an RB two.
1: Oh yeah, me. for sure. And I mean, shit. I mean, and even R- RB one upside if he really gets into this pass catching role that like he's being hyped up on. Right, right. Yeah, he very well could be. I would
0: not shock me one bit. And so I'm going to have to do it, man, with the way <laughs> these running backs are going. I yeah. got to go with A.J. Dillon because, man, I tell you what, the running back field is, is getting it's getting thin, thin, thin. and uh, It's ugly right now. There's
1: maybe like three more guys who I want to get, and I feel like all those guys are about to go.
0: Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I had you know some receivers. I was on there maybe a quarterback, but I was like, I don't. I gotta be disciplined. You know how it, y'all know the drill? Single quarterback. He's gotta be disciplined and don't pull up the quarterback too high because I hate to say it, but I mean Josh Allen, as good as he is, I think the third round is okay value, but the second in a single QB a little too high. Patrick Mahomes, I was in auto. That's I mean, way too high a yeah. third round instead, and he doesn't have. Tyreek the freak anymore. And then another one, uh, Kyler Murray, way too high, in my opinion. The fourth round for Kyler, that's just, I don't, I wouldn't even touch Kyler in the fifth or sixth, probably, much less the fourth.
1: Yeah. Herbert, I mean, I like him there in the fourth, but single QB, I'm just waiting, man. You guys know the drill. We just wait on QBs. There's no point to jump because it's not like people are going to be getting two and three. All you got to do is end up with one of those top 12 QBs and then you stash another one on your bench. You know, a guy who's like a solid QB two with a little bit of upside, but no reason to jump at all. Yeah, yeah I hear you. I tell you what, I might go. I might just
0: uh, sound like a hypocrite here and then jump though because I'm, <laughs> these receivers, like, I mean, there's some guys I like, but none that I'm like, wow, I want to take them here. But I've just, you know, I've got it. I'm doing it, man. Joe, Joey Burrow, baby. I just have to, man. The stack with <laughs> T Higgins, I feel like the sixth round for him. It was just too good to pass up
1: yeah and 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 watch and let's see because i'm waiting i'm gonna play this all the way you know i'm just play it cool you know how we're supposed to play it in these single qb leagues yeah and uh, i
0: generally do the same but whenever every now and then if i see like a burrow slip or something i'm like yeah i'll just i'll just take them
1: because it is kind of like a dead zone right now and in the the yeah there's a lot of depth there's a
0: lot of depth at receiver because i mean yeah like new copkins and mike thomas went but it's like i uh I personally wasn't feeling them in the sixth round because they're so, I mean, Hopkins has, has the suspension, Mike Thomas at the ankle, and like a young Amon Ra, It's Like we don't know what Jameson coming in, how he's going to do. It's like, yeah. yeah, I just, yeah, I felt good about it. Uh, Bogey, what's up, Bogey? Like I like that yeah. mighty Joe Young. Hell yeah, he does. Bogey's all over him. Yeah, he has him in the 14. That was his first round pick. And uh, Dion's has a great stack. Appreciate that.
1: Here we go. I got I got a nice stack for everyone. Here we're going, uh, Adam Thielen, locking in another double-digit touchdown guy, and then we're gonna go with Rashad Bateman for the breakout.
0: Yeah, I like that. That's a nice a nice duo there. You got a safe veteran and Thielen, and then the breakout upside with Bateman. A lot of times, I'm the type to a lot that I, I I struggle taking Thielen there I know he's a safe pick but it's like it's just he's getting older though so he does have still he has a little bit of risk as far as that and he's been injured some I love the Bateman pick though I don't hate the Thielen pick but the Bateman pick man that's I'm jealous man I was hoping he'd maybe make it to me in the seventh or he could have been my <laughs> WR3 I have him in the 14 actually yeah he's somebody at Matt Horman I said it last week Matt Horman's all over and That's one of his top targets for, you know, in reception perception, Matt Horman, his specialty is wide receivers studying the routes and the, all that. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking Bateman could definitely break out this year, especially with Hollywood out the door.
1: Yep. And the thing that I really like about Thielen is the rapport with Kirk cousins, because when they get in there, they're looking to throw it to Thielen more than they're looking to give it to Dalvin. That that's really what I like about it. You know, just really on a game to game basis, He's just super solid, and you can—I mean, you know—that he's gonna get the uh, the what's it called the uh, the red zone targets, and and that's yeah, what I love yeah. about Adam Thielen because
0: I yeah, mean yeah, a, that
1: he does. A couple years ago, I mean, I, I guess that's what could prevent
0: Justin Jefferson from being the
1: number one is Thielen getting all the freaking touchdowns, ten touchdowns last year, fourteen the year before. You know, um, that that's just his role though. When they get inside the fifteen, they're looking for him. Always. Yeah,
0: he's, he's kind of evolved into that now that he, he used to be more of a a like more of a yak guy, where now he's more Ooh. like a short yardage goal line guy. He's kind of, as he's gotten older, he's he's just, you know, he's had to adjust his game. And uh, Irish boy chiming in, what's good? Irish, uh, Laurel loyal member of the Guru Nation. Uh, yeah. Thomas is a flex. Give it to me all day. I'm on <laughs> rise, going to be competing a lot. Thomas is a safety valve at flex all day. I like, yeah, I like MT as a flex. I'm not mad at that one bit. I'm not a huge proponent for Mike Thomas this year. As y'all can see, I love Chris Olave. just secured him there at the 7-9. I'm thinking the future is now at receiver for the Saints. I'm thinking Chris Olave steps in, and I, I think there's a chance he'll pass up Michael Thomas right away. But the thing with Michael Thomas, when he's healthy, he's as good as it gets as far as those slant short routes and moving the chains. And so as a flex, I mean, the risk is baked in. It's like if he's your flex, it's like if he hits, well, he'll be a solid WR2. But if he doesn't, well, it's just a flex. Like, I mean, he's somebody with a lot of upside to where I feel like, you know, I'll probably it's tough for me, man. I'm torn. It's like I'm still nervous about the ankle. But if, it, but yeah. if, they, if Mike Thomas can fully be fully recovered, then, yeah, give him. To, yeah, I'll, I'll take him there all day. I just it's just nerve wracking, though. It's just like. I'm just – I still got PTSD, man, after he's let us <laughs> down in the past two years now. Yeah.
1: Tough to yeah, trust and him like, again. <laughs> and really, I mean, just like the thought that he was going to come back, you know, and how he does come back for a couple games, you know, and then he's like just out again, you know, after. It's almost yeah, like to exactly. believe, believe. not going to believe it until I see it at this point because he's like, man, he hasn't played really that much in like almost three years at this point. That's
0: what I'm saying. Yeah. So it really makes it nerve wracking. And speaking of the running backs falling off, the next running backs taken was Corduroy Pimp Patterson, uh Tony Pasta Pollard and Kareem Hunt. So yeah, it's really falling off.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's not really too much there as far as like the running back goes. Oh
0: shoot, I'm on the clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, not a whole lot.
1: Let's see. I might I might take a RB4 here. There's
0: a few guys I kinda am intrigued by because the tight ends I probably that's another thing i like to usually just wait on the tight ends so i'm thinking yeah i think we're gonna go with we're gonna go with james cook right here i like it yeah i mean i know it's redraft so i mean james cook like it could take him a little while to get acclimated and establish his role in the bills offense but they spent a, a high draft pick on him i believe it was the second round pick he was the third i think third running back to go in the class, it was kind of a weak running back class, but still, I mean, that, that's saying something. He was a late second rounder, third running back off the board, and has great receiving chops. That's the thing. He's kind of like a poor man's ETN in a way. He's not he's not as good of a runner as ETN, but he's going to catch a lot of passes there and be the compliment to Singletary. Hell, might even pass up Singletary as far as, you know, being there, you know, the most productive guy in that backfield. So, yeah, I yeah. think there's value here in the eighth round. Yeah. And then Chase Edmonds goes after him. Well, that was an auto pick as well as Rashad Penny. It's just, yeah, those backfields. I mean, Kenneth Walker, I think, is going to be the guy in Seattle. And in Miami, we don't know who the hell is going to win the job. Yeah. Kamara in a redraft this year makes zero sense. David P chiming in. Yeah, I hear you, man. I hear you. I just, let I me mean, though, if he would fall, where'd he go here to second? Yeah, that's a little high. I mean, if he would fall to like the third, I'd be with it all day. We're at a second, you know, maybe late second. Cause even if he gets a four or six game suspension, like he's still, and he's playing, he's going to be a stud. But yeah, yeah I, I, I see your point, man. He is kind of, he's, 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 he's very risky for redraft.
1: Okay. Yeah. Sky 2Y and, and the lizard man. Going high upside with, uh, with my two starting bench spots there. You know, just guys, they're either going to boom or bust really. And there's not too much in between. But the QBs that they're playing with, like, give me some of that money. I need it.
0: Yeah, I hear you, man. Yeah, look at yeah, Because I say yeah, Christian Watson, he he went right before you. So I ended up with Lazard and then and, and Sky Moore. So got one of those rookies, a shiny new toy, as well as a, a very a potential value there with Lazard. Because, I mean, Lazard and Rodgers already have some chemistry, you know, with Christian Watson coming in, that's a, that's a brand new receiver to where Rogers, we all know he tends to go with guys that he's familiar with. And he's him and Lazard have played together now for like three
1: years. So there's familiarity there. I know bogey's super high on the, on the Lazard man here. And I mean, I'm, I'm coming around to it and I'm not super high on him, but you know, just where I got him. I mean, he's the, the fifth wide receiver on my, on my team. I mean, I mean, that could be the number one for Aaron Rodgers, you know, so high risk, high reward. Cause he could be a little bit of a mid-level, you know, could be anywhere from a solid wide receiver two to like a dead in the water wide receiver four in fantasy, like a lot of ranges of outcome. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: And then, uh, Robert Woods goes out there followed by, uh, goddard dallas goddard yeah not too many yeah the, the waiting game with quarterback and tight end. i don't know as you're playing the waiting game with quarterback i'm playing the waiting game with tight ends we'll see how see how that ends up
1: you know he's back and seeing like for me in the single qb league I, i'm definitely doing it i mean i would rather wait on the qb because tight ends i mean i do feel like you either go for one of the top ones or you just wait you got it in my eyes you got to get one of those top ones because like if you don't hit on that on that tight end that you're waiting for this is just me cuz i've hit on those late guys too but it's if you don't hit it just makes your your year so much tougher like yeah, having, having to ride. play
0: yeah that, that uh, the weight tight end wasteland game
1: yeah Cause everyone's playing that, like that's the thing that's tough. It's like you got a Pitts, you got a Kelsey. You don't even have to dip into that pool, you know that everyone is literally going to be dipping into every single week.
0: Yeah, you, yeah, you've got your guy, and then it's like, yeah, I mean, you don't have to, yeah, you don't have to deal with the the headache of that. It's always a, a headache, which I, which is why I might go with a tight end right here, who who I think could be somebody that will be a pretty steady starter, and that's Dawson Knox. I feel pretty good about Dawson Knox this year being at the Bills. You know, there's um, no more Cole Beasley, no more Emmanuel Sanders. I know they brought in Jamison Crowder as well as O.J. Howard, so it could take away a few snaps. But the good thing with Dawson Knox is that he's the red zone guy. He is the Josh Allen's go-to guy in that red zone as far as he's going to be a guy that I think gets – 10 to 12 tugs and while he's not going to get a whole lot of volume per se he's got a pretty safe floor with the touchdown so where i think he's a guy he can count on to where even if he doesn't catch a touchdown he'll still probably catch like four or five passes or so for like 40 50 yards i mean he's not
1: a world beater but here in the ninth round i, th- I think he's decent i mean he would need uh, he, he would need a little bit of an uptick to get to that four or five a game because I mean, he, he literally was like the red, like, I mean, yeah. that's the best thing about him is he's the red zone threat. The worst thing about him is he's only the red zone threat. So it's like, but he could get like literally one touchdown, like every single game, you know? January. Yeah. Yeah. Like with Robert
0: Tunyon. Yeah. He's got yeah. He's like a, a flashier Robert Tunyon.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Good comparison right there. Yeah. But that's, I think that's why I like Noxudo because I think he's got like, he's got room for growth. Like I think this year he, he should do even better as far as like, Like he's more, more catches and yards. Like I think he'll continue to improve. And there goes Tom Brady. Great, great value in the 10th round of a redraft.
1: Yep. And see, and look right there. So, I mean, for everyone who was looking, how far do you go on playing this QB waiting game? If I really wanted to lock in one of those top 12 QBs, like hands down, no matter what, I had to do it like right at the nine one. And I could have had my pick of Hertz, Wilson, Rogers, Brady, you know, all those guys. I wanted to see who's actually left. If I pushed it off until like, the 10th <laughs> yeah, I play a play and did a game of chicken playing chicken with it. <laughs> Pretty much. Cause you, could you imagine if one of those four, you know, fell to the 10th round? Like I'd be so stoked. There's still guys who are going to fall to me at this 10th pick that I'm like going to be super happy with. I got you, And I'm going gotcha. to practice what I preach. If you're going to go late QB, You just get two of those, you get two QBs, and that's who you lock in. So, I'm, I mean, I'll even tell people, like, doesn't matter. Like, I mean, I'm, but I'm going to lock in two QBs with my next picks here, and I'm going to hedge my bet. So, I'm going to have, instead of having a QB one, I'm going to have two high end QB twos with a lot of upside.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I went with Jarvis Landry there. Kind of just, I didn't really, it was kind of like a dead zone. With receivers, and I was just kind of like, I mean, it's kind of like hedging my bet with Olave. In case Olave would kind of start off slow, I could throw Jarvis in the flex. I think he's going to start off really well, especially if MT is kind of slow to start. Like, Jarvis might have a great start to the season. He's one of those guys. I don't know how his season stats will end up because, like, with Olave getting better and Thomas getting healthier, you know, they'll be the top two. When it's all said and done, but I think to start the season, Jarvis, even though he's a, he's a new guy too with the Saints, I think though, him and Jameis, they're already flashing great chemistry in in many camp and stuff. So I'm thinking that that he's a guy that's that he's going to be a
1: hot starter. I'm thinking, yeah, could could totally be, yeah, and it's going to be a lot of MT, right? It's because uh, if he starts off like I mean, not playing right off the bat, or if he's like going slow, anything like that, like yeah he's gonna come out the gates good and yeah i mean david those are the next two guys that i'm targeting yeah. you know and they're still there like i mean it's a single qb so i mean i might yeah be i can't believe Dak's there. still there
0: that's crazy yeah. that Dak's still there i mean yeah, i'm actually like i mean i like joe burrow but uh i'm, I'm kind of mad now that i took him in the six because i could have had a another one that was like big dog receivers or you know potential big dog receivers yeah. All the old and Guccini, gave him Dak Prescott. Yeah. <laughs> it gave him Dak, so now he might have to settle for Quirky. Although, guess who else is still there? I mean, my man Derek Carr. So. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, there's still, I mean, four guys and there. And Trey
0: Lance. And yeah. Trey
1: Lance. Uh, see, and I wouldn't do the Lance, but see, okay, so Derek Carr goes. But me getting... Corky Kirk Cousins and either two, but I'll get Winston just because I know some Saints people in here. So I'm Jack Winston, but getting the combo of Kirk Cousins and Winston, you know, and waiting this long. Like I'd be stoked on getting those two because we're, I got I got a gunslinger and I got a safe QB right there.
0: Yeah, I hear you. I personally, I mean, I'm a Saints fan, but I personally would have gone with Lance over Winston because I feel like with Lance, he have got a potential top five quarterback. I mean, even if Jameis hits his ceiling, there's no way he's going to be top five. Or Trey Lance, if he hits his ceiling,
1: that's going to be not, special because all the rushing upside. I'm really just not a Lance believer. Like, um, I, I I'm, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not on that train like at all. Because, like, really, like. I mean, if Jimmy's Forticator there, did it. <laughs> yeah, if Jimmy's there, Jimmy's gonna play. Well, I like, say Jimmy. i thinking Jimmy's probably gonna get cut. He could, he could, but even Lance, from everything that we saw, I mean, he didn't really show anything. You know that uh, he didn't show anything that leads me to believe that he's ready to shred these defenses right now. So I mean, because we're talking redraft, you know, dynasty is a little mm-hmm. different. Yeah, we yeah, have to sure. kind of want no part of them. And um, yeah, I mean, he went to the same school as like Carson Wentz, right? Oh, yeah. North Dakota
0: State. Yeah, that's that's why I didn't really I was thinking the rookie hype. Yeah, it was ridiculous because, I mean, he was a raw prospect, you know, declared early coming out of a division one double A school. So anyone that was expecting him to set the world on fire as a rookie had unrealistic expectations. That's why they kept Jimmy last year. Yeah, or I'm thinking this year he's got he's had a year under his belt to learn, and so I'm thinking this year he'll he'll take the starting job and run with it. But he is still very raw, so I can see there being so that's why I definitely would. If you take him, make sure to take a veteran like a Kirk Cousins or Derek Carr to pair with him. Honestly, Lance and Carr to me would be an absolutely lethal duo because he in, can look
1: at Fornicator. I mean, he waited all the way, and then that's who he got. He ended up getting Lance, and for me. I, yeah, I, I just, think so. I don't want Lance as my number one. <laughs> yeah, it's just... kind of
0: risky. Yeah, I might <laughs> have to. Uh, I mean, as much as I'll talk to Lance, I might have to dock him a little bit there in the grades because I know it's single QB, but it's like, man, that's kind of a little risky there to have just
1: him as your quarterback. And he could double it up. I mean, he could very well, you know, grab yeah, someone. Yeah. In the... And there's still a bunch of people. Like, that's what's crazy. Like, you look in these single QB leagues, this is honestly why I hate single qb leagues because like <laughs> there's so many good qbs that are like literally sitting there on the waiver wire and they're going to be wasting away
0: yeah it's just I, a lot of them though i mean like you know like i mean all these they're, they're all a lot of them, these young unproven guys to where it's like it's like often that super flex spot can be a headache if you have like a lot if you not don't have like two big dog qbs
1: what depends on the scoring though too i mean my scoring is a little bit uh, a little bit more predicated on like the QBs, but like the default scoring. I mean, it's not like, you know, even the, uh, even the guys at the bottom, you know, the, the low end QB twos or whatever, they're still putting up decent numbers. It's, Ooh. I guess if you, it's, if you punt the position, that's where you're always going to get screwed. But
0: yeah, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, I'm torn on this last pick here. I'm not really sure where I want to go with it. Uh, I guess I'll just go with, uh, Ooh, and Madison there is, like, a potential guy. That, you know, if something would happen to Dalvin, you know, he could step in and
1: put a RB1 production. Let's see if Fornicator does it and goes with another QB af- afterwards. Because I honestly might pick another QB just because I'm, like, so pissed at, like, the QBs that are still there.
0: Yeah, he's thinking the system. He said we've seen uh CJ Beathard or uh, uh, Bethlehem light it up in that system.
1: <laughs> Wasn't that because like he was uh, like he went to college with George Kittle because he like threw it to George. Oh yeah, to like,
0: Iowa. Yeah, they both went to Iowa. Yeah, the Hawkeyes. A couple of Hawkeyes. Yeah. Yep.
1: <laughs> he was peppering George Kittle like crazy. It was like nobody else got the ball.
0: Yeah, but Rashad White goes Rashad White. I I thought about Rashad White. I went with Madison because I didn't really want another rookie running back. But I mean, I I like the Rashad White pick because he could get a quarterback probably in the 13th or 14th. Yep, so I'm not mad at that. Yeah, David's fixing to bring the Heat. And then now we've got uh, Marlon Mack, returning to Mack was there. Yeah. Cap off, not sure who the uh, pick four team. And uh, if something happens to Dalvin, you mean when something happens to Dalvin? Well, there you go, Steven. You just validated my Madison pick. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that dude's always hurt. As talented as Dalvin is, yeah, he's an injury waiting to happen. And we, uh, man, I think everyone, yeah, people must be wanting to watch the finals because, man, we flew through this draft. This yeah. one went quick.
1: And, yeah, I'll pay okay uh, for uh, a grade or two and then I gotta piece out. I gotta drive across town.
0: Uh <coughs> oh. Okay, okay, okay. A little technical difficulty there. Where uh you can hear me, Huss?
1: Yep, yep, you're good now. Sweet. All right, let's see. Uh, oh
0: yeah, so yeah, you go you going drive to watch the finals
1: yeah going over uh to down uh going over downtown area and uh yeah we're gonna hit up a, a burger spot and then we're going to the circa uh to, supposedly it's one of the bigger like sports books to watch games at and shit so i'm gonna go oh, check that's that awesome out. man yes sir all right
0: well, well we'll start with you first and if you didn't guess and you got to roll in a little bit we'll start by grading the, the hustler squad so we've got uh Jonathan Taylor, of course, to kick it off the obvious 101. Can't go wrong with that. And then we've got Kyle Pitts, spicy pick with the two twelve, followed by Aaron Jones, DJ Moore, Travis Etienne, Adam Thielen, Rashad Bateman, Sky, 2-by Moore, Alan Lazard, Kirk Cousins, Jameis Winston,
1: and a third quarterback there, Matt Ryan. Just because Matt Ryan, I mean, shit. Like, there's no way that he should go undrafted. <laughs> he's going to be – I think he's going to be a, a high-end QB, two. And I think that for where he's going, I mean, I don't even know how many QBs went, like maybe like 17 or 18, maybe even more than that. Um, I think it's good value. Yes, sir. Appreciate that, Boogie. And uh, yeah,
0: that was, um, yeah, no, I can't really argue with Matt Ryan. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of his being being a Saints fan. I always love the the rag on him, call him Matty Slush. But uh, I mean, hell, I mean, going to the Colts, his production could go up a little bit. It's just that's JT's, JT's gonna do most of the eating over there, but yeah, I mean, there could still Ryan could still put up some numbers some weeks, and then if so, if Jameis, I mean, he could probably drop one of them at some point, and then so yeah, overall, this one's. Pretty solid. I mean, the only thing I'd have probably taken a fourth running back instead of the third quarterback, but can't really gripe too much. And also the W, the top WRs, like I like, you know, Bateman and Sky two eyes Just DJ Moore and Thielen is the top two kind of scare me. Yeah. But uh, shoot, what am I gonna give it? I'm I'm thinking. I'll go B minus. I mean it is it's value there. It's not like you reached on anybody and did something crazy, but overall it's uh they I would have probably done some things differently. But hey, that's why we've got we're here you'll give you give you guys multiple perspectives some people might give you an A and others might say a C and same for me, but uh <laughs> but yeah a solid squad though,
1: yeah, and uh yeah. Waiting on QB instead of Alan Lazard or more. That should have been the QB is where I took one of them. Because then, I mean. Yeah, you
0: probably didn't gotten a B plus or an A at that point. If he'd have gotten like Jalen Hurts or Tom Brady instead of Corky Kirk.
1: Yep. That would have made a huge difference, I feel. That's what happens when you play chicken. Sometimes uh, sometimes you lose.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good thing. It's just a mock. You know, there's something to try out. I mean, you know, just to kind of just try different stuff. Like with some people, like I had never taken Jarvis yet in the mock, and then I got him here. I, I kind of like it, honestly. <laughs> I'm yeah. glad that I got the juice, man. I got him in a steal in the 14. I know it's a dynasty, and he's up in age, but but I think he'll be in my flex spot a lot of weeks. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Oh, perfect timing. And um, Bear Down just uh, just joined back so we can, uh, we can grade him. Bear Downs got Cooper Cup, Mark Andrews, Saquon, DK Metcalf, JK Dobbins, Darnell Mooney. Got him a bear there. Yep. Devin Singletary, Matthew Stafford, Robert Woods, Tyler Boyd, Chase Claypool, and Deshaun Watson. Ooh, I, I wouldn't have messed with Watson. I mean, I guess it's like, I mean, it's single QB. If he gets, if he doesn't play this year, gets suspended, you can just drop him, but.
1: I, mean, and I, I, personally, I ain't fucking with watson i just put it like that <laughs> yeah i mean i gotta hear more info now i mean it, it's like a throwaway pick if it's like your last one because i mean the wide receivers and i mean that's yeah, even why so, i went ryan yeah. because the wide the wide receivers and running backs down there i mean they're you know guys who are probably never gonna make play on your on your team anyways yeah so there's a no i know you know the running back depth scares me
0: because it's like outside of I mean Saquon is your RB1's already kind of shaky. And then JK and Singletary. There's no stability at running back. Yeah, the receiving core is nice, obviously, anchored by Cooper Cup and quality depth, as well as Mark Andrews, Matthew Stafford. I mean, the quarterback's receivers, tight ends, all good. It's just, man, the that lack of running backs, yikes. That's like you've got it's like you got um, you know, you you've got your nice wardrobe, except you forgot your um Forgot you your shoes or something, if you forgot your pants. Like, what are you doing? You're looking good, but you just got a one area that's just like what's crazy because there.
1: <laughs> it's crazy because you look at everyone's running backs and like nobody's stacked really. You know, like it's, I feel like that's what these single QB leagues like end up being. Like, the top is spread like so thin because everyone goes running back, and then yeah. everyone's amongst these RB2s, you know, at that, yeah, point. Yeah. and it's like who has more RB2s? then the next person is really what it is. Cause I mean, I see like Francisco and I see like Boston sports. And I mean, you, you know, I mean, you have like three solid ones like up at the top, but like outside of that, like there's not, nobody has like three, like really good like running backs, but they all get hurt. So it's like, even if you pick, like if one of them gets hurt, it's like that. I mean, that cripples your team anyways.
0: Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yep, yeah. yep, yeah, yeah. It's tough, man. But yeah, I guess for Bear Down, I'll give him everything else. I'll, I'll give him a, a C plus, just because I mean everything else looks good. It's just that run, that backfield though. Ooh, yeah, that's
1: rough. I'm, I'm giving a B minus. I mean, and obviously it's it's because like right now it's all it's always barring health right now because we don't expect these guys to get hurt. But yeah, Barkley or Dobbins goes down, like this team is uh, not looking so hot. Gotcha, gotcha. Who's up next here? Uh, Vols for life up next. Steven. Let's see
0: yeah, Steven. Let's see what Steven did. I know he's been up in the chat. You got uh, the King, Derek Henry, Michael Pittman, Debo Samuel. That's funny that he took Debo because I was saying that I would have probably taken Debo there over Pittman, but he ends up <laughs> with Debo anyway. anyway with the 3-3. then Kyler yeah. Murray, Kenneth Walker, Damian Harris, Juju, Christian Watson, Dallas Goddard, Derek Carr, Rondale Moore, and, and Albert O to cap it off.
1: So I don't like the second tight end in in these. I mean, Alberto, I mean, maybe he'll be a thing, you know, like, who knows? Russ never really peppered the tight end too much. But I guess the last pick's like a throwaway either way. I'm going to say that this looks like, I mean, to me, I'm, I'm going to give this one a B minus also. And just because you like Pittman where I'm not going to downgrade you too much because uh, he probably will be drafted as like a third or fourth round guy. He just jumped on him a little bit too early.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Let's see what I'm going to give. I then the Kyler pick. That was a reach. It's just, yeah. Cause it's like the running backs. Who was this for right? the King Henry and Kenneth Damien? Yeah, he has only three running backs and the receiver depth's a little lacking. Yeah. I'll, I'll think I'll give it a C for me. Cause I mean, it's like, he just didn't get enough value. Cause it's a, uh, you know, these drafts is all about value. And I mean, it's got a lot of talent. I mean, this team could pan out. It's just a lot of guys though that. It's like, if it doesn't, if this team, if the guys that you're banking on don't pan out, you've got very little stability type thing. It's like if he, yeah. if, if a lot of busts, a lot of potential busts here as far as where you drafted them. But I mean, a lot of upside though. So if you gambling, this is a good good team if you can handle the stress of these like kind of volatile type players and a lot of young rookies. You know, if you can deal with that, then more power to you. But I, I personally like to take a more uh, stable team. <laughs>
1: But it's uh, all and I'm, b- and I'm bounce out after this next team.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. We'll do the last one here. Uh, I was this uh, kid. One,
1: one of my homies.
0: Yeah, the gavel there. He's uh laying down the law. Let's see what he's got <laughs> here. He's got the, uh, the, uh, the Jim and I duo CMC and Josh Allen followed by Keenan Allen. Antonio Gibson, Jalen Waddle, Alman Ross St. Brown, Hunter Renfro, Elijah Moore, Damian Pierce, Irv Smith, Noah Fant, and Return of the Marlon Mack. <laughs> I'm
1: gonna, gonna give return. this one uh I'm gonna give this one a B. I, I mean if CMC or Antonio Gibson, you know, go down. I mean, this team's probably not going to be going too far. Um, but it's all about waivers, anyways. But I like going heavy on the the wide receivers there and I mean, for me, when I think about it, it doesn't matter if it's a single QB, super flex. The running backs are always the ones who come up like on the waiver wire the most. Like I feel like the RB2 is like almost the easiest position to replace because there's always running backs coming up on waivers. So I I like this team and I like the wide receiver depth. I'm pissed that uh, he took Elijah Moore like a couple spots before me because I was hoping Elijah Moore was going to fall.
0: Yeah, for sure. What'd you give him? He gave him a grade, right? A B,
1: solid B. Okay,
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go with that. I was thinking solid B as well, just because it's like you know he's got his QB locked down there with Josh. Normally, bet, man that's kind of too high for even the top four back. But I mean, he got value, you know. With all those receivers, those are all good picks. And then the running backs. I mean, he's got four. He got the Texans backfield as his third, which isn't ideal. But he's got two potential big dogs there with CMC and Gibson. And I like the you know I like Irv Smith a lot. I think he could. Take a who finally break out this year if he can ever stay healthy. I and mean, then he's got an insurance policy there at Noah Fan, who should be solid. So this one's not bad. I think it's it's a solid B.
1: Probably make the playoffs. All right. Well, I'm gonna get up out of here. I'm gonna get across town and uh yeah, we're we're rooting for the uh the Celtics money line and the over. Let's get this money. Oh, all right, all right. I'm going with the Warriors with the points. I'm thinking they'll cover, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. It'll be interesting there we go all right guru i'll uh, i'll see you next time and i'm glad we're doing this mock draft monday together every week yeah no doubt about it Hus, appreciate you coming on hell yeah see you later bro later appreciate the hustler
0: yeah you're gonna be on every monday for the show we're gonna be back to Superflex next week and without further ado let's finish these grades our next one is uh Guccini. he mainly got autoed so we won't uh I guess we won't grade it because it was mainly auto picks. So we'll do uh, Irish Boy next. Irish Boy, let's see what he's got here. You've got uh, Austin Eckler, Leonard Fournette, Mike Evans, Justin Herbert, Cortland Sutton, Michael Thomas, Drake London, Gabriel Davis, Zach Ertz, Ronald Jones, Rob Gronkowski, and Tua Tagovailoa to cap it off. All right, so yeah, obviously very strong at quarterback there with Herbert and Tua running backs. Lacking depth, obviously, you know, just taking three. But the top two he got are both very solid. So uh, Rojo, though, not a very good third. The receiver's pretty solid. You know, Mike Evans, not the best WR one. But, I mean, he's not a bad value there in the third. Cortland Sutton, Michael Thomas, Drake London, Gabe Davis, all, all pretty solid. Then Ertz and Gronk, solid two. Yeah, this I can't really hate on it too much. I mean, it's not great. I'll probably give it a B minus. I'm not really feeling it too much, but it's it's not bad though. It's not bad. And uh, what's up, Andrew? Boston Sports. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll get right to you, brother. We'll be there soon. So let's move on now to Fornicator Fantasy Fornicator Smoking J. Let's see what he's got here. Justin Jefferson, Alvin Kamara. David Montgomery, Darren Waller, the Baller, Jerry Judy, New Copkins, Melvin Gordon, Ayuk, Michael Carter, Jamison Williams, Trey Lance, and Rashad White. Yeah, definitely could use a second quarterback, but he could probably get one in the later rounds. If this would have been a full sixteen rounds, like we typically do for the twelve-team redrafts, which we'll eventually get to sixteen rounds. We're just kind of getting our feet wet here with the twelve rounders. But uh, yeah, Kamara though yikes, this team's very risky. I, I I like Smoking Jane. He took one of his bears there at Montgomery. His drafts generally are pretty nice. I mean, this one's all right. It's just a lot of risk, I'll give it a C plus. I personally I uh, like Jefferson, but like I mean, Kamara's very risky. Waller in the fourth, I'm not really feeling new Copkins, not really feeling. But I mean Judy's nice there in the fifth. Ayuk in the eighth, solid value. So we got some value to Rashad White there in the twelfth, but a lot of picks that I don't like as well. Santana was an auto, so we'll skip him. Let's move on to my squad here. We got Najee, James, Javante Williams, T Higgins, Deontay Johnson, AJ Dillon, Joe Burrow, Chris Olave, James Cook, Dawson Knox, Jarvis Landry, Devonte Parker, and Alexander Madison. I was pretty happy with it. I could have done better, but not. I feel like the running backs I did very well with. I like AJ as a third. My receivers though, not the strongest. I mean, they're all right. You know, I've got a couple of veterans there. They got the flashy rookie with Olave. And I feel like Higgins and Deontay will hold down those starting spots. Knox, not the strongest tight end. But I think Joe Burrow could really help put this team into the playoff, into the playoff race. But I can't give it an A. I'll give it, I'll say a solid B. I think it's a B. I mean, I could have done better. But, uh. Maybe even a B plus. I mean, I like it. I mean, I like how it turned out. But I mean, it is my team, so it's kind of hard for me to grade my own. But uh, but let's get to Andrew here before the Celtics tip off. Uh it's the DeAndre Swift, Travis Kelsey, Zeke, Elijah Mitchell, Mike Williams, Brandon Cooks, Cordero Patterson, Tyler Lockett, Christian Kirk, Tom Brady, Kenny God, Jameis, uh, Jamal Williams. Man, great value on Brady. Lock down that quarterback position there late. That's the way to do it in a single QB league. The running backs, you know, Swift. I mean, Zeke and Mitchell, both risky, but one of them should put up enough numbers via solid RB2 and then Patterson, a potential flex. The only thing that's just a gripe about this team, I mean, I was going to say my receivers were weak, but this one's, I mean, all these receivers like could hit, but there's no sure things here, really. I mean, Mike and Cooks, I mean, they'll be your starters, but it's like, I mean, Mike's going to be up and down. Cooks is in a suspect offense. Lockett's in a suspect offense. Kirk's in a suspect offense. Kenny Galladay is just, I want no part of him. And then, of course, Kelsey, though, really good. Here's another one I got saying about the dude that didn't have the running backs, except the thing is, like, you can overcome receiver more so than running back. So I'll give this one a B minus. I think it's a solid team but definitely going to have to work on the, on the receiver room. But, uh, but not bad, Andrew. That's a pretty good one. And Irish boy, not bad, I see. <laughs> you know I mean, yeah, I don't think it's bad. I mean, I just – but I I didn't give myself an A now. I did not give myself an A. I'm not that biased. I mean, I, I honestly felt like I could have done better. And uh, Sniper up next here. Let's see, Sniper had Devontae, Stefan Diggs, uh, James Conner, Brees Hall, A-Rob. C.E.H., Devontae Smith, Tony Pollard, Russell Wilson, Russell Gage, Cole Komet, and Damian, or Daryl Williams, Daryl Williams. Okay, um, yeah, this one's pretty good. Uh, the running backs, not bad. I mean, it's, I mean, Connor is an RB1, is ideal, but the depth's pretty good. The receiver is real top-heavy. I like how that went. Russell Wilson. And then Russell, I mean, Cole Komet. That's, this one's this one's this one's solid. This one's pretty nice. I'll give this one, I'll give it a a solid B. You know, the running backs are kind of, I mean, there's depth to it, and then the receivers are very good. And he waited on both quarterback and tight end. But this is this is a good good squad. It might even be a B And the hot take: Cooks is a consistent WR one two and finishes top fifteen. Interesting take. I think. You, you, you must be a Davis Mills truther because you're going to need Davis Mills to really step it up if uh, if he's going to finish that high, which, I mean, Davis Mills showed a lot of promise last year. I'm not betting on it, but I've seen crazier stuff. Uh, let's see. And uh, Gonza, F. Gonza, our last team here. Joe Mixon, Nick Chubb, George Kittle, Cam Akers, Amari Cooper, Marquise Hollywood, Brown Kareem Hunt. Garrett Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Pat Friermuth, Daryl Henderson, and J-Rob, the mob, James Robinson. Let's see here. Yeah, this one's a very good running back depth. J-Rob, I'm not a huge fan of him. I'm an ETN truther, but, man, the 12th round, can't argue with it. Rodgers, you know, Friermuth, you know, he's got his Kittle insurance. The only thing, man, only three receivers, that's not ideal. But he's got some, I mean, Hollywood Brown I like a lot. And, uh, I mean, Cooper's not great but he's not terrible and then Wilson a promising rookie could have used some depth there but this one's not bad overall I'll give it a uh I guess another B I mean it's all right yeah none of these this is a competitive draft I didn't really find any of the teams to be like super stacked you know super flex if you have people that really know what they're doing you can tend to get a more stacked team potentially where with single QB you're kind of limited which is why huss and i kind of feel him on this you know it's like a lot of times these super flex i mean the single qb mocks are a little less spicy as far as like different strategies as a super flex you can just do so many different strategies but this is a kind of like the this is the old school the foundational way to do it so i still like to do the the traditional approach sometimes let's see here our playoff squads will be we've got uh Gonza, who got a B. Sniper got a B. Who else got a B? Uh, Kidda got a B. Uh, Ike Mon got a B. That's four. And then for the last few spots, the B minus, we had a three way tie with B minus is Boston Sports, uh, Irish Boy, and the Hustler. So you know, they all be fighting it out for that last spot. But, uh, but anyway, I know the finals about to tip off, so I'll, I'll sign off. Appreciate everyone that tuned in once again. We'll be back live next Monday with a super flex mock as well as our redraft positional rankings, which will be on Instagram starting tomorrow. Hopefully, that's the plan. We're getting the graphics whipped up, and they should be ready to go here shortly. So for everyone on the in the Guru Nation, the 420 Nation, Appreciate everyone for tuning in. Couldn't do it without y'all. We'll be back soon. Peace.